Thank you so much. We're going to give a uh, update. It was good night uh, in primaries. It depends on what you you know what you want to happen. Obviously, there's some, some people were very disappointed in the results. Yeah, but I think if you are looking for uh, change or to understand America uh, and the right, I think some messages were sent yesterday mm. that were very very clear. I think there's one incredibly clear winner from last night. One. Winner. The American people. That's right. <laughs> Democracy. No, uh, I have. I think there is one very specific winner hmm. uh, in this particular uh, race yesterday. And I'd like to I'd like to talk about it on the air if we could. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the uh, politics. We have Jason Whitlock on with us here in just a second. He's going to talk about the uh, shootings, and we also have Ken Paxton the Attorney General uh, of the great state of Texas. Uh, By the way, uh, yesterday I talked to William Barr. I sat down for an hour and a half and did a podcast with him. It's fascinating. It comes out tomorrow if you're a Blaze subscriber, which obviously you are. shooting in Buffalo. The left-wing media immediately tried to paint all conservatives as uh, subscribers to replacement theory. Uh, The idea that immigration is, you know, taking over and it's going to destroy all white people and yada, yada, yada. No serious conservative I know believes in replacement theory. It's ugly, it's racist, it's dangerous ideology. Um, and it really has been the, the Democrats thing for forever, really. Uh, but there, are, there is a ton of replacement going on that has nothing to do with what everybody in the media is talking about it. And it's more important today after last night's shooting or yesterday's shooting here in Texas to talk about the replacement theory. That's tonight. At 9 p.m., Mark Levin and Ali Stuckey are going to be joining me. Uh, We also, uh, that's at 9 tonight on Blaze TV. We also have Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, coming in to talk about what happened yesterday and where we're going moving forward. He's coming up in about a half an hour. And we have uh, Jason Whitlock next and an update on what happened with the primaries. Well, it was a jam-packed hour. We begin in 60 seconds. So, I don't know if you saw this, but Elon Musk is drawing parallels between the U.S. dollar and the Venezuelan economic collapse. Uh, Musk just said, if the U.S. ignores the obvious cause of inflation, we'll end up just like Venezuela. Yeah. 
you think? In case you don't remember, Venezuela's currency inflated by just a small 65,000 percent in 2018. Well, we got 8%. 65,000 percent inflation? Is that bad? Uh, Now they trade in uh, precious metals and Bitcoin because that's the only thing uh, they got going for it. Remember that back in the 70s and 80s, Venezuela was the richest country in Latin America, one of the 20 wealthiest in the world. Government price controls, increased unemployment, excessive money printing, the, uh, the collapse of their oil industry. Does any of this sound familiar at all to Americans? Please, gold or silver, please look into a way to hedge against insanity Call Goldline today, 866-GOLDLINE. Right now, they have a Memorial Day special that includes a free half-ounce platinum coin that commemorates the War of 1812. Uh, They are also including free silver with their weekly special, so call them today. Do it, please. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Fearless with Jason Whitlock on Blaze TV. Welcome. How are you, sir? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me, Glenn. So I saw two t- um, uh, tweets from you yesterday. Um, the wickedness in Texas will not be solved via Twitter outrage. Look much deeper if you can. That's exactly the message I've been trying to bring in my broadcast today. There's something else that nobody wants to look at that's going on, and it ain't the guns. Well, I, I think everybody's prescribing a secular problem. Yes. I mean, a secular solution for a spiritual problem. And we have to look at the motivation and, and not focus on the mechanism, the gun. And I, I want to know what's going on with young people and people in America. What environment, what culture have we set up? that's creating this level of wickedness. So, and, Jason, I, I said earlier earlier on the program that everybody's trying to isolate this from everything else, but our kids are killing themselves in record numbers. They have mental health issues because of isolation in record numbers. We have gangs killing people in record numbers. Um, society is really sick really sick and nobody wants to look at the whole thing and say what's changed here because you could be you know eight and go in and buy a handgun at your local uh, gun store back in 19 you know 59 and they weren't shooting people up yeah glenn what i find fascinating about the people that want to look at the mechanism the gun and there's a greater mechanism killing young people than guns. Far more American young people will be killed by drug overdoses, far more than guns in the in the next calendar year. But the same group that wants to demonize the gun wants the proliferation of drugs. They want more drugs. They want it more legalized. The actual the tool that's killing more young people than anything. They want spread out and more accepted through our culture. And so we just don't, why are kids turning to drugs, violence, and sex? They're looking for relief from a culture that we have 
created that isolates them, leaves them to be babysat by television, smartphones, computers, social media apps. And, and I don't think it's shocking that the young people that were interviewed that knew this kid said, yeah, he, he turned dark a couple of years ago. And, you know, went into this emo lifestyle or alternative lifestyle two years ago around the time, you know, we sent kids home from school, made a mask up and turned everything into DMs over computers. The guy's DMing some woman in California that he'll never meet, never talk to. He's family structure is under attack. Mm hmm. Uh, throughout the, the country and throughout the culture. And we've turned children into a choice. And that's why we, and it's a woman's choice to be made while the child is in the womb. Children are an awesome responsibility granted to us by God. They're not a choice. They're, they're a wonderful responsibility that we are neglecting and, and we keep creating a colder and more isolated and more detached world for them while we pursue our true selves, while we pursue financial riches and a second home and a third car and an uh, extra bedroom and more square footage. And, you know, we've devalued the family and we've devalued God's natural order, man, woman, and child. And that whole family, we're interested in disrupting it and think that, hey, a village, a village can raise our kids. A village is going to raise a lot of idiots and, and monsters. And I, I will tell you that it is, um, it's kind of like COVID, uh, where put a mask on it, and we don't know where it came from. And if you ask a question, you, you, you know, you're just uh, you're a conspiracy theorist. We didn't want to find the answer of where that came from or find any real truth. It was used. It was used for other people, um, either to make money or gain political power or whatever. The same thing is happening here. Just by talking about guns, it is we're repeating the pattern of we don't want to really look into where this came from. And we're devaluing, you know, you say we're devaluing these things. Um, and, you know, especially God, we're not devaluing them. We've eliminated them and we're worshiping the opposite of God and truth. There's no question. And again, it's like today on my show, we do it every Wednesday. We talk to two pastors and we're going to talk about demonic forces that are running rampant in America, and, and we're not going to talk about it in some spooky way, but we are codifying into law, into custom, into culture, things that are in total objection to a biblical worldview. Yes. And if we don't address that, and that's what I mean by demonic forces, it's not some spooky thing that you, you can't see or touch or whatever. When you start codifying laws that are anti-family, anti-God's natural order, man, woman, and child, uh, and, and, and you start promoting that any type of family structure or no family structure is just as good as, as the natural order. Or better. 
or be, yeah, or be, that's a demonic force. That's that's you're adopt, adopting a mentality that leads to the kind of chaos, destruction, and just rampant wickedness that we don't know from day to day who's going to snap next. And and it could be a white person, it could be a black person, it could be uh, the Ramos kid or whatever. But we're all living in this pressure cooker where where we're rejecting the culture that made America great. We're rejecting it, and and these idiots think they have something better, and they don't. All they know how to do is tear down what was built. They don't have solutions. They don't have something be- build back better. I'd love to hear the better. Well, they 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 can't do it. I mean, because. Really, all they have is tear down, and then it becomes the solution that always ends in death and, and starvation. Um, but, uh, you know, their whole thing, I mean, Michelle Obama told us this. Barack knows uh, we're going to have to uh, go to uncomfortable places. We're going to have to change our history. We're going to have to change our language. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions. That's what they've been doing is dismantling all of those things. And nature abhors a vacuum. And when we got rid of God in the schools, we had a vacuum for a while. Now that vacuum has been filled and it has been filled with anti-Christ teachings, things that go against what Christ taught. An anti-Christ teaching would be there is no forgiveness because of the way you were born or what your skin is or what the sins of your father that is anti-christ teaching and i don't think people uh, you know christians should really start to understand you know uh i hear oh jesus must be coming because only he could solve it Uh uh-huh yeah well we're teaching our kids and allowing our kids to receive anti-christ instructions that's not going to bode well for them in the future. Not at all. And obviously, we're on a topic that I love to talk about and discuss. I, I really don't want to dis- – I regret somewhat distracting from that. But I, let's say you're someone listening right now who's not religious and, and just Correct. don't have faith. Yeah. But, but, again, America's greatest value, the thing that we offered, was freedom. And freedom is under attack. And, and I say that because, Glenn, I used to be a person seven, eight years ago that was anti the Second Amendment. I didn't understand what the gun and what the right to bear arms, I didn't really understand its importance. But it is, it is our guarantee of freedom because governments, when not in fear of the governed, will seek more power and control and will strip you of freedom. And that's why the founding father said, hold on to this gun, because this government that we build, it it has a natural instinct to seek power and control. And if they don't fear you and your ability to defend yourself, they will strip you of your freedom. And that's what's going on. Once I fully understood, like, what their thinking was behind, behind these principles in the Second Amendment. And then once I saw and recognized, like, oh, my God, they will strip us of our freedom of speech, freedom of thought. I'm looking at them do it on these, through big tech and these social media apps. And then 
literally, if anybody hasn't wakened up in the last two years, when they're trying to force these vaccines on healthy people to protect old people and fat people, and I'm fat, and unhealthy people, when they're they're forcing these vaccines on young people and things like that, corporations are required. And I'm like, oh, my God, if we don't, uh, if we don't have the ability to protect ourselves, they will strip us of all these freedoms that we once took for granted. So even if you're not a believer, a freedom is under attack, and freedom is the greatest resource that America ever had. It's the strongest thing we had. We need to hold on to it at all costs. And I will tell you, you don't have to believe in religion to see the benefits of religion. You can see the bad things. I mean, if you're honest and you're a religious person, I don't care what religion you are. Horrible things have been done in the name of God. Horrible things. But also really good things. And that is what created this nation and kept us stable. Don't believe me. When did problems start to happen? They started happening in the 50 or sorry, in the 60s when we started to remove God. Things got really bad when man decided he could make his own religion. And that's wokeism. And it is a religion. You will either kneel at the altar or you will be depersoned, period. Also, as you would talk about the 50s and 60s. Don't forget the good things that happened because of religion. The civil rights movement and the removal of the removal was of Jim Crow laws, that's led by religious people, Christians. Uh, so was the fight. so was the Civil War. No so question. was the Civil War. Thank you so much Jason, I appreciate it. Jason Whitlock, you can uh, find him on the Blaze TV. He's fantastic, really fantastic and brings a really a different and common sense point of view. You can find them on Blaze TV. Don't forget tonight at 9 p.m. on my show on Blaze TV, Mark Levin and Ali Stuckey join me on the real replacement theory that America should be worried about and paying attention to. American Financing, NMLS 182334, org. We're going to take a look at the uh, election here in just a second, and then Ken Paxton joins us. Let me tell you about American Financing. We need to be doing more to protect your financing, uh, your investments, your family. All of us need to do that. We have to survive what's coming our way, and we're at the beginning of it. We'll make it. But we have to be smart and save every cent that we possibly can. Paying off high interest debt uh, is a really good idea or shortening your loan terms. Please seriously consider some of the things that could save you up to $1,000 a month. Um, they may not be able to help you, but they are helping people all over the country with saving money and paying off loans. American Financing. Call them now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Tomorrow, my 90-minute interview uh, is released to Blaze TV uh, subscribers, and then Saturday to uh, everyone. It's a 90-minute interview with William Barr, the former attorney general. He is 
fascinating, and I asked him everything. I asked him, I asked him everything, and he didn't flinch at anything. And uh, you'll enjoy it. He doesn't flinch often. No, uh-uh. no, you'll enjoy it. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah. So let's talk about. You say there's one clear winner mm-hmm. from last night. Yes, one winner above all other winners. Okay. Incumbency. Incumbency won last night. It's fascinating. You pointed. You were the one that pointed this out to me, Glenn, this morning. In every area of Georgia's 14th district, voters selected Marjorie Taylor Greene and Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger. Now, Brian Kemp has done a lot of things, and you might say, okay, well... If you are a person who believes that there was fraud in the election in Georgia and Kemp mm-hmm. obviously famously stood up and said there was not, you might say, well, the other stuff he's done overwhelms that. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to vote for him anyway. That's right? not why he won overwhelmingly. <laughs> I don't know. On the other hand, Brad Raffensperger is seen only as an election figure. Like he, the only mm-hmm. thing anyone in Georgia knows about this person mm-hmm. is his statements on the election. In mm-hmm. every area of Georgia's 14th district, they selected Marjorie Taylor Greene and Brad Raffensperger, which is incredible. So here's the reason. Here's the reason, I think. Both of those figures, not uh, Green, but uh, Kent and Raffensperger, Kemp, yep. uh, Kemp they both uh, represent everything about that election that went wrong for Republicans. But they are sending a message. I believe Donald Trump, we, we love, we love, you know, we still support you. We're still going, you know, hogs wild mm-hmm. with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay. <laughs> we still believe we have to send in warriors, but we don't want to go back to the 2020 election. Mm. We don't want to, um, crucify people for that we've got to look to the future not to the past i think that's a very clear message if i were president trump i would be hearing that message yeah i mean david perdue the guy that trump recruited to take out kemp in the gubernatorial election last week was asked about polling that showed him down 30 points and he said look i might lose but i'm not gonna lose by 30 points correct it looks like looks like he lost by 50 Jeez, which is incredible. And see, this is not about Trump's power of selecting politicians because mm-hmm. he's winning everywhere else. This is a message to him of where the voters' mindset is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back and rehash the past. The Glenn Beck Program. Ken Paxton, uh, for the Attorney General, is going to talk to us a little bit about uh, what happened here in Texas uh, coming up in a second. First, let me tell you about Blinds.com. Right now, window treatments can reduce unwanted solar heat through your windows by up to 60%. It's time to get your whole home ready for the rising temperatures. By the way, uh, they're saying now two-thirds of the country is going to experience blackouts this summer. Oh, gee, I... Wow, that bad Putin. Anyway, now through June 1st, save up to 50% off site-wide during their Memorial Day sale. 50%. Ordering online doesn't mean you have to sacrifice style or service. Blinds.com has the latest styles, premium uh, brands, drapes, shutters, uh, blinds, everything. Everything. And they have outdoor shades as well. They make the entire process really super easy. It's why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window country companies in the world. 
Save up to 50% site-wide during the Blinds.com Memorial Day sale now through June 1st. Do it now. 50% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions do apply. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You got Glenn TV, Studios America, back-to-back tonight. Don't miss it. Use the promo code Glenn. There's a case coming out in the Supreme Court, and good money has been placed that it is going to come out in defense of the Constitution and against the New York State gun laws, where you have to prove you're in need. And by the way, so you know how restrictive this is. I had 15 uh, credible death threats on me going at all times, at all times while I was in New York. I couldn't get an exception for a gun. Okay? Yeah. Take you two years to prove, excuse me, 15 credible, I mean, I have yeah, to, people working on them right now. I, I don't have a reason. To explain the way this law works, so you have to, of course, be in their, in their law. You must ha- apply for a license, must be 21 years old, have no criminal record, have good moral character. God ESG. Yeah, I know. So, good, good thing we have that. <laughs> yeah. And you have to demonstrate the need to carry a gun beyond average public safety fears. Now, of course, it's completely ridiculous that you did not uh, prove that you had you have tons of death threats against you all the time, right? And but why do I have to as say a public that? figure? And by the but, way, kids should be able to carry guns in school. Then they should be issued a gun I, because that's how much worse it is. Yeah. Which, you know, it's interesting. But if it is a right, by definition, you should not have to prove you have you have a need beyond average. Right, like it if it is a right. Well, just like, fundamentally, you should not need to prove you need. Let's let's take this in mm-hmm. out of the gun realm. That's why the left is arguing that abortion is a right because if it's a right, you can't regulate it. Mm-hmm. If it's a right, they do have the right to terminate a child any time they want. As much as I hate abortion. Right. If, if it was written in the Constitution that a woman had a right to get an abortion, what I would have to fight for is a constitutional, constitutional amendment to get rid of that right. I would not be able to come up with fancy no. little restrictions all oh, over the place. That's what they say, right. too. These, these, all these restrictions that they're passing, they can't do that. This is a right. It's an unrest. That's why in those states, like New York and California, they are saying it's a right and it will be unrestricted in those states. So that means you don't believe in the right that is actually written down. You believe in a magic fairy right Mm -hmm. of abortion, but not the one that was written down. Right. And it's very clear. This is what makes me so cynical about these efforts to fix these problems afterward. You have a situation where there are a lot of different approaches you could take to try to help this. You're never going to eliminate it completely, but to try to do it, you can put security in schools. You could uh, you could um, work on mental health. You can talk about violent video games if you want. You can talk about guns. You can talk about all of these things that you think red flag laws, all of these things that you think might make a difference. And we could talk about their validity. But the only one the left ever cares about is the one that is the 
the highest fruit in the tree. None of the low-hanging fruit do they care about at all. They only care about the thing that is guaranteed in the Constitution, right? Why would you target to fix this problem the only thing that has a massive barrier in your way, which is the Second Amendment? You can't do it's almost like they're looking to upend our foundations instead of actually hmm. solve this problem. It, it's, it's not going you're not you can't do it unless you get rid of the Second Amendment. Now, I know they want to get rid of the Second Amendment. They should explicitly argue for that and see how it goes. Well, I will tell you, they could be able to do it if they get their wish. And I think the gun ruling, you know, even if they were going to go with the gun ruling, I think somebody if it's close I think Roberts is going to say, hey, we, we don't want to get into that. Oh, let's, so we already have abortion. Let's not overturn that. But if they do, that will be their road to the um, uh, to packing the court. Right. I'm convinced of it. Hang on just yeah. a second. We have Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, who won the primary uh, last night. Congratulations. Thank you. We uh, we did what you wanted, which is uh, we ended the bush rain here. So yeah, good. good. Thank you very much for that. Okay, let's let's have a conversation about the the kids and the teacher that was killed in teachers. Two of them now killed uh, yesterday in an elementary school. Um, we don't need to go through all the thoughts and prayers. We obviously all care about the the community and the family and the the families and the school. How could this been prevented, Ken? So we passed laws when I was in the Texas Senate, I think it was 2013, that would have, I think, helped greatly. There's, there's no way that law enforcement can get to every location uh, as fast as they would need to for somebody like this that comes in and starts shooting people in minutes, people are, kids are dead. So the, the laws that were put in place uh, were related to allowing uh, school districts to opt into training teachers either in one of two capacities as a marshal where they get more sophisticated training. So they're almost, you know, something like a police officer mm-hmm. and letting those, and letting those people, you know, operate inside the school and then also training others under the guardian program so that they can have some training so that these teachers, because the general rule of schools is you can't carry a gun into the school, but under these laws, that not only, I think I was told by the lieutenant governor yesterday that they funded this too. And school districts had the choice of opting into this where they could let people on campus have guns so that we would have a much more immediate response. I'll, I'll tell you, I went to a school, uh, my son was playing football, went to a school, and there were signs all over. Beware, teachers are armed. We take the Second Amendment and the protection of our students seriously. And it was so clear. They're not doing anything here. Not doing no, anything that's here. The way to do it. Yes, and I think that's the way it should. Be. I mean, these people. I mean, they, they know they're not. They're, they're 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 safe at least until law enforcement gets there to accomplish their goals. And we're going to keep seeing this happen until we decide as as a state. And we've decided as a state. The local school districts have to decide, or it's going to have to be made mandatory by the state to protect those kids. Well, we're going to have an onslaught of. Uh all kinds of stuff from the federal government trying to get us to uh, violate the uh, Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, and um, we are—I'm assuming—we're in Texas. We're strong, right? There's no—I mean, I can't think of anything that we can do other than look at our own society and see what's going on. Our kids are killing themselves, and then they're killing others. 
um, there's something deeply wrong in our society, and it's not the gun. It's not the well, gun. I mean, let me just add to this. I mean, first of all, it's not the gun. I mean, it's it's ridiculous for the Biden administration to suggest that this kid who decided to violate the murder laws would, oh, wait a minute, there's a gun law. I can't do this. I would violate a gun law. It's law-abiding citizens that follow the law. Second, we have a fentanyl crisis that, that, that the Biden administration has presumably invited and we have over 100,000 people that overdosed and died from fentanyl. Look, I know it is awful what happened in the schools, but awful. why isn't the Biden administration so concerned about the 100-and-something thousand people that died from overdoses because they opened up the border and allowed fentanyl to come across? That and also we found out that a terrorist they arrested, the FBI arrested a terrorist that came across our open border and was planning on smuggling three others uh, in to kill George W. Bush. Um, and you're not really hearing that story at all today. That more violence from across the border. Um, and look, I think ahead. we're gonna we can expect more of that. When with with the number of people that are allowing or being invited by the Biden administration to, to come to the cartels and be dropped off at border patrol, and you know, here's the handoff. We're gonna have terrorist problems. If you wanted to do something terrible in the United States, it's really easy. You just you just participate in the Biden, you know, immigration program and you're, you're going to you can come in and do whatever you want. I don't know how we stop it. The uh, the former assistant secretary for Homeland Security in the Obama administration said the most important thing for the federal government to do right now. This is last night is to say there will be no immigration enforcement during this period in that area. Um these are political issues in Texas, and it has a large immigration population. You want parents with their kids. You don't want people hiding right now. You need to make it clear that because of the political issues in Texas, um, we are not going to have any enforcement on our border. And, and that's <laughs> insane, but that's, that's, that's basically what's going on anyway. I mean, they're not enforcing federal law. And they're letting everybody, they're not just, I mean, it's not even just letting, they're inviting it. Like, please come, bring cartels, make as much money as you can, bring as many people here as possible. That's what is going on. I have a uh, interview with uh, William Barr, the former attorney general, um, that's coming out tomorrow. I sat with him for 90 minutes yesterday and I talked to him about the border and I said, why can't Texas defend itself? And he said, I'm actually hoping that somebody will issue an executive order and uh, follow the actual national laws. He said, because uh, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And he said, there's no way what they're doing down there is legal. And there's no way that any court is going to stop, you know, this Supreme Court is going to stop Texas from doing, enforcing the law that's on the books that the gov federal government won't do. Look, this is exactly what I've been saying. I, I know. I'm asking the legislature, and they're look, they only meet every other year, so they haven't really had a chance to do this since Biden got into office. But here we are. We're coming up on a legislative session next January. They should pass a law that does exactly what the federal law says and then start enforcing it and make the Biden administration sue us and let me take it to the U.S. Supreme Court. And I agree with them. How could they possibly sit on the side and say, look, the federal government has a law. You can't now enforce your law. You just have to let them run amok and let all these bad things happen. I cannot imagine that the Supreme Court looking at the actual what's happening 
would let that happen. Is there anything um, that we can do, Ken, as a people? Because everybody wants this to stop. Is there anything that law enforcement or the state or the federal government can do to help this stop? Well, I mean, the only thing you could actually do right quickly is have executive orders that match federal law from from a governor, from one of these border governors that matches federal law. And then we start enforcing those. But it's very. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. Wait, wait. I mean, I'm sorry. I wanted to go back to the shooting. Is there any. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I think right now that these school districts, there's over a thousand school districts in Texas, and I don't know what laws are in other states. I can just tell you about Texas. There, if they would, in, if they would invoke this, use this money that has been granted uh, according to the lieutenant governor, and if they would use these laws, they could begin to protect. And look, nothing's going to work perfectly, but just like the school you went into. Are you going to choose that school where you, you're looking over no your way. shoulder and you might get shot in the back? Right. You're going to go to one that doesn't do that. Let's make it really hard for these guys to kill children. Let's make it like in really hard. Like maybe they can get away with it, but it's going to be really, really hard. And most of them are going to get shot before they ever get a fresh round off or they're going to get shot very quickly after, you know, one shot's fired. So we could save a lot of children if we'll just do that one thing. So before he went in, he was shot by a police officer, uh, and then uh, it was a border patrol agent that actually killed him. Both were injured. Are they all right? Yeah, I mean, I actually am on my way down there. I'm about to get on a plane to go down there and find out what's going on. My people deal with the uh, victims of crime. That's our one of our jobs. And so I actually haven't gotten an update on uh, any of the wounded uh, officers. But God bless that guy for running in there and saving those. <laughs> Who knows? We'll never know how many people he saved, how many kids he saved. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Ken Paxton, the attorney general uh, of the great state of Texas. Constantly warning about food shortages and uh, wheat is the latest. We've been told global inventory is going to run out in about two months. And this is far from the end of our troubles. Did you see the train derailment up in Canada? Mm. I mean, I have the weirdest alerts on my on my Google right. alerts. Um, it was full of fertilizer, and the entire train derailed. It's going to take months to get that stuff. I mean that that was to fertilize fields, which we have shortages of already, mm. and like twenty four or thirty cars just piled up yesterday food is going to be a problem uh in many ways and there will be starvation around the world because of what's happening in the world uh between wokeism and russia we're in we're in bad straits please prepare your family now get a three-month food kit right now from preparewithglenn.com they ship fast and free they arrive in unmarked boxes Make sure you get one for each member of your family. Preparewithglenn.com right now. I'm telling you, you're going to save a ton of money just on inflation. It is a good investment. Preparewithglenn.com. The Glenn Back Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. You know this is this is the this is the real problem with America right now. Uh, 
we have a government that uh, Jill Biden is going out to the airport today to meet the baby food. Um, and thank God. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, you know, you really want a photo op. It doesn't look cheesy at all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, but you really want that photo op of a plane delivering baby food early that was coming here already. Yeah. Just put it on a plane instead of a boat. Right. That's literally the difference. And instead of, you know, and then and then instead of just saying, hey, FDA, why don't you just open up that plant? Uh, it's clean. Uh, they they refuse to do that. Instead, they go with their hat in their hand and then they they uh, uh, image it as this is an airlift. This is like the Berlin airlift. No, it's not. It's nothing like the Berlin airlift. The one thing that this administration really doesn't understand is the Berlin airlift. They keep <laughs> referencing it. Like we, right. they did the same in they, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. I forgot it was the about same that. thing. They keep yeah. bringing it up. It's like yeah. you guys are not those guys. Right. You might have been alive. Here's the when that was going on. But that's about the, it. Here's oh, they were middle aged yeah. at that point. <laughs> um, here's the other thing. This again. Look at all the things we're dealing with. Look at look at we're about to go to war. I'm convinced of it. The naming commission has announced its findings yesterday, uh, which include renaming Fort Benning, Fort Bragg, Fort Gordon, Fort AP Hill, Fort Hood, Fort Lee, Fort Pickett, Fort Polk, and Fort Rucker. Uh, and they have some uh, they have some suggestion for alternative names. I haven't seen the alternative names, uh, but I'm hoping. General Nancy, Fort General Nancy is in there. Don't you? I mean, show how diverse we really are. The Glenn Beck Program.